What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? Welcome back to another episode of the Hate Sports Podcast, episode 118. I'm the moderator, Desi, and as always, I hope everyone had a great weekend weekend. My good weekend was amazing. Um, first off, my Lakers are tied for the seventh seed, and if we went out, we can grab the sixth, and if we went out, another scenario, and Golden State takes at least one loss, then the fifth seed is ours. AD has been playing at such a high level. It's ridiculous. Um, Braun has even taken the back seat on the offensive side, and yet we're still playing a high, at a high level. So that just shows how much depth we have and how good we are. We truly are. Um, and even AR-15, a.k.a. Austin Reeves, has really solidified himself as a 15-point-per-game score. Things are really starting to look up for my Lakers, and I'm extremely excited. And I was going to talk about my Dodgers, Kershaw, big game, and all of that stuff, but whatever. WrestleMania this year was epic on both nights. But we all know what match I cared about the most. Last night's main event. A showdown between Roman and Rose is incredible, but ultimately the best one. Our fellow listeners and even the crew um, know me and PC been anticipating this matchup, going back and forth on who we felt would win. Um, I was even called the Roman fangirl. Well, Mr. Philly Cameron, I have to tell you that this Roman fangirl was correct. But you know what? I ain't even going to do too much on you. I'm just going to say one thing to you, Cam. One thing. And everybody else that doubted Roman. Let's go ahead and introduce the rest of the crew, starting with our two hosts, PC. My name's PC. And you know what? For almost a thousand days now, I have acknowledged Roman Reigns. I thought it was just time to acknowledge somebody else. But you know what? WWE thought otherwise to push a thousand day. Uh... Jenna, you know what? That's okay. I'm okay with that in the end of the day. Trust the process. We love you over here at WHS Triple H. Ladies and gentlemen, I have nothing else to say. Joel Bieber MVP. Yeah, don't sleep on a tribal chief. That's all I'm going to say. All right, TK. Hey, Gianni. How do, how do our Yankees look right now, bro? I believe we're playing the... Who's, who's the team we're playing again? It's somebody's team on this car, right? Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah, not PC. Uh, yeah. You didn't. You didn't want to touch on that. You wanted to touch on the Roman Reigns when we tried to tell you who was gonna win that match, bro. But you don't want to touch on your Phillies, who, you know, told us would be back in the. I mean, you guys look terrible, but at the beginning of the season, you look absolutely terrible, bro. We're not even you know, fully just, healthy yet. Not even fully healthy. Missing our two leaders. Excuses. There it and is. There are 162 but, games in a season. So why would ladies I? Ladies and gentlemen, for the. Ladies and gentlemen, for those not watching, it is an 8-1 ball game right now. Um, I don't know, man. I don't think Philadelphia came to play tonight. But, you know, I just wanted to take my intro just to troll you a little bit, PC. I missed you, bro. I missed you. I missed you. All right. Now we have Sean. We're back. We're back. We're back. It is officially NFL Draft Month. I'm excited. It is Trivia Day. I'm here. I haven't won in a while. It's been it's been a long time coming, but I'm feeling pretty lucky today. So I'm not. I think this is the one for me. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. So I mean, you, you guys can quit now, or you can just lose in the few. It's really up to you guys, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Okay, Gianni. I'm excited that baseball is back. The Yankees are off to a great start, and I have a. Um, I'm not sure if this is a crazy take for the hot take about the Western Conference um, playoffs. And last but not least, Salu. WrestleMania, the Los Angeles Lakers, 
NFL free agency, that was nothing compared to the NCAA Women's National Championship. I can't believe y'all failed to acknowledge that because that was elite basketball, elite women's basketball, women's basketball is back, baby. You got Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark just talking trash to each other. This is what we want to see. This is what competitiveness is about. And for all of you, for all of you people that are out here slandering Angel Reese for doing the John Cena, I am not keeping the same energy for Caitlin Clark, who was being disrespectful to other, other opponents, literally sagging off on one opponent on South Carolina, literally doing the same exact thing. But y'all didn't say nothing about Caitlin, but y'all want to attack Angel Reese for doing the same thing. You know what I mean? You can't make this up. This is competitive basketball. People are going to talk shit. So, excuse my language. People are going to talk crap. So, respect Angel Reese, respect LSU, and also respect Caitlin Clark, too, because she reminds me of Steph Curry. But respect LSU and respect women's sports now, because women's sports is going up, and I'm all for it, baby. Woo! Let's go, LSU. Yes! At least they didn't have Duke Blue Devils, so let's, so we don't have Commandra out here on her knees for the Blue Duke Blue Devils. I'm, I'm just happy it wasn't Duke this year. Screw you. Let's take a look into what we'll be going over this week. Uh, we Hate Trivia 24 makes an appearance for segment one, Tolu, please, no cheating. Um, segment two, the crew will be doing Mock Draft 2.0. Let's hope everyone is prepared this time. Swinging in our third segment is Stickball Central with Gianni. Um, our fourth segment with, will be PC's Power 5. Um, I made sure to emphasize five. I got it today, PC. <laughs> segment five is my personal favorite, which is hot takes. And then one final word from our main co-host, PC, with Cam's monologue. Uh, we have a couple of things to get into. But first, if you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on our socials at WHS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And at We Hate Sports, all jams together on TikTok and YouTube. Let's go ahead and jump into our first segment, which is We Hate Trivia 24. But... Tonight, PC will be taking over. So, PC, I'm going to hand it off to you. You know, um, I just want to clarify to all of our listeners. The reason I'm the host for We Trivia 24, the reason why I was the one that made the questions this month, is because Tolu was the person to get eliminated first in We Trivia 23. However, if you recall, this man's questions are very... um. How I say it? Elementary. Spit. Spit. Yeah, that that that's plenty of that's plenty of bluntly. So I had to step in and make the questions because I was not about to sit here for another forty minutes while this man makes up questions a literal five year old can get. Or the medium route, by the way. So um, don't worry, everyone. I, I made good questions for uh, this year's uh, this month's trivia. Um, just to go over the rules once again for everyone that has never listened to a trivia uh, before. Um, there is no point system. It's just whoever gets out first. There are four participants for this month. Um, so one person gets eliminated each round. There are no redeeming lives. Uh, there's no multiple choice either for the easy round. In the medium round and the hard round, there are multiple choice. 
no hard hard hints until the hard round. Um, no hints until the hard round. Um, and yeah, that that's basically all there is to it. Um, I, I don't I don't know. Some of these people on this podcast need help. Seriously, let's get let's get started so with the trivia twenty-four. Um, by the way, the crew needs a pen paper to write on. Um, you know, so I, I hope that they have that. Tolu, you specifically, since you love to cheat, get to turn sideways. So turn yourself sideways. Turn yourself sideways. How do I turn myself? Turn sideways? yourself the same sideways. Same way you did last time. Turn. I am on a chair. Oh, exactly, this? exactly. Just like that. Now turn now yourself sit it down. sideways. Now sit it down. This is You're not. Let me tell you, You can only blame yourself. You did it to yourself. Can, can we just go on so I can turn your side? I'm keep yourself turned sideways. Completely. Sideways. How am I supposed to write? How? Okay, this, can we go on, please? On your knee. This is this is how I know Tolu cheats because look how mad he's getting. Anybody else is just going to turn around? Oh, okay, I'll turn around. I literally did. Right on your knee, and you don't turn back to the camera until we reveal answers. So now that we got that all out of the way. Let's get started with We A Trivia Twenty Four. This is the easy round. Four participants, one winner. Will become We Eight Sports Champion. Let's get started. So, first question in the easy round should be a freebie, actually. And I just want to make sure everyone's paying attention to what we're actually doing. What is the number of this episode we are running for the podcast tonight? This is a, a literal layup. A five year old will get this. What number episode are we on? Tolu, what happened to not turning to the camera? How am I supposed to write? You want me to write like this? On no, I knees. want you to write on your knee. On your knee. How? You want me on my knees? No, yeah. Tolu, no. Tolu, no. Okay, sit back on the chair. I'm, I'm, I got it, guys. Sit back on the chair. Okay, now take the paper and the pencil. There you go, just like that. Perfect. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. It's just Sean, sad. You have a beard and you look like Shaggy. Shut up, Sean. I hate Sean so much. I'm okay, Tolu. Uh, I'm not giving y'all much time for this. Go ahead, Tolu. Episode 118. Sean? Uh, episode 118. Tolu cheated. He cheated. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I put 123. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Wait, what? I'm so serious. I didn't know. He's no way, bro. No way you actually put 123. All right, I put 123. Just, or, just ask Gianni <laughs> so I can get eliminated. <laughs> just, 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 please ask Gianni, please. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No way. No way, bro. No way, no. bro. There's no way. Okay, I'm going to give you guys money. This is not real right now. One <laughs> of the scariest part about all this, all you had to do was just look in the top left corner. It's right there. I literally just said it. Like, it's too many hints at this point. This <laughs> okay, I gave you guys my answer here. You guys can see 118. Right, we're so close. All right, well, uh, TV 
is eliminated, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, we found out a lot today, didn't we? <laughs> Who's the dumb one now? <laughs> All right. So, I <laughs> that was wow. Wow, that's really embarrassing. Um, so, okay. I'm going to pull an audible here. Everybody stays in the easy round. However, however. Um, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. So, it's fine. gets to stay? It's fine. Just let me finish. Okay. I have 10 questions here for the easy round. All right. That include, um, which include the last one. All right, so I have nine questions left. The person that gets the most questions correct will get a hint in the medium round. All right. Okay. But you are all in the medium round. Okay. 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 So for the yeah, easy that, round, it's not that. elimination; it's points for the rest yes. of the easy round. Okay. Yes. Since TK wants to be, yeah, yeah. All right. So no, it's actually. It's a... <laughs> let's let's uh let's continue uh next question in the easy round remember you just get points all right nobody's eliminated well tk is eliminated but the rest of y'all are safe what country was ben simmons born in is this was a ben trick simmons question i don't know is it no if you know if you know if you know your continent sean you would know well of course you don't australia sean Home of the I also put Australia. I was a little confused because I know he's Australian. I wasn't sure if he was born there, but Gianni? Australia as well. All right. So that's one point each for everybody. Layups. Literal layups. It should be layups because it's the easy round. All right. Next question. Uh, who is nicknamed? Yeah. Uh, who is nicknamed the fridge in football? Tolu, There's no way ahead. Tolu wasn't just looking at Google. There's no way he wasn't just looking at Google. You should have your answer ready. I'm not cheating. Shut up, Sean. Tolu, you got five seconds to give an answer. Uh, William Perry. Thank you. Gianni. Uh, I think I got this wrong. I put Jerome Dennis. I, I was, like, overthinking. Sean? Johnny, wrong automobile vehicle. William Perry. Totally cheated. Yeah. yeah. You see, again, every time I get a question right, I cheated. Shut up, Sean. All right, it's two oh, points for Sean and Solu, but Gianni, you still say at what point. You can still recover, however. You can still recover, however. Um, let's switch up a little bit. Name the XFL team from St. Louis. Yeah, a little XFL knowledge here. Tolu, I see your eyes. Don't look sideways. I see your exactly. eyes. Exactly. That's what he did last time. I see your eyes. Keep them sideways, pal. They are sideways, bro. Oh, my. Do you I see, see your eyes. Just keep them sideways. Holy. <laughs> you're not even buying it, dude. You're not even buying I'm not buying anything. Can lying. we just move on, please? Holy shit. Making me cuss out here in a family show. Tolu? Uh, I didn't get this one. I just put the St. Louis Rams. I didn't know. Because right. that's the only team I know. Gianni? Uh, Vipers? Sean? 
I was so close. I put the snipers. Well, you are all off. It is actually oh, okay. the Battlehawks. <laughs> St. Louis Battle. The St. Louis Battlehawks. Battlehawks? Yes. I've never heard of I don't know. That's your fan base. So everyone say same. It's two two one. Um all right. Next up. Uh <laughs> it was the star player that wears number ninety nine for the Yankees. All right, not giving much time here. Tolu, your answer. Okay. The best player in the MLB that is better than Jose Otani, that is better than Mike Trout, that is better than Bryce Harper. His name is Aaron Judge. I love how Jose Otani continues to be an imaginary player in Tolu's head. Um, Gianni? Aaron Judge. And Sean? Jose Otani has me dead. It's Aaron Judge. All right, Whatever. I got it right. So we're at three, three, two. Yes, you said okay, it's not I, the first time that you said Jose Otani too, which I is the only time. I'm so sorry. Uh, let's let's keep going. All right, it's time to play a little mini version of Spelling Bee. I want y'all to spell Giannis's last name. Spell Giannis Antetokounmpo. Just his last name. Tolu, I see you. Don't even think about it. Antetokounmpo. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Petals up. Let's see what y'all got. Let's see who's the smartest here. Tolu, you go first. I put up A N T E and I just gave up. All right. No surprise there. Sean? I think I'm close. I think I'm at least close. I have A N T E T O K O U N P O. That's wrong. Gianni? I put A N T A and then I gave up, basically. I, I, I just couldn't <laughs> figure out. I feel like I, right. I like I should get the point just because I'm the one who did it. Yeah, no, it did have no, to be Sean. proper. Sean, you were one letter off. Did I forget the You're M? Correct. The correct uh, way to spell it is A N T E O K O U N M P O. That's wrong. Can I get half a point? No. no what? Oh. <laughs> they didn't even no. finish. They didn't even attempt it. It doesn't matter. No, Sean. You no points at all. All right, I'm being. I'm already being pretty generous here. The winner of the mini Wii trivia inside the Wii Hate trivia gets a hint for the next round. All right, uh, let's keep going though. Uh, so, next question: What NFL team is from Duval County? Three. Two, one, pencils up. Tolu, your answer. Uh, I picked the Jaguars. All right, Sean. Uh, Tolu's such a cheater. It is the Saxonville Jaguars. How was that? If Duval is in Florida. If you know your geography, you will know. Gianni? Then why were you the banging Jaguars. your head? 
because All I right. was thinking about it. Mm, oh, sure. All right, so, so I, I, I believe it is four, four to three. Four, four to three. Sean and Tolu have four points. Gianni has three points. Nah, All right. There's no letting Sean beat me. I'm going in now. All right, so these uh, last three questions are name that player. All right, so the first one up is name this NBA player. Former league MVP, three-time scoring champ, 10-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA first team, has never missed the playoffs. I'll say it again. This NBA player is a former MVP, three-time scoring champ, 10-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA first team, has never missed the playoffs. He thinks he's slick. He thinks he's slick. You can't. You can't. You're not slick, buddy. You're not slick. I no 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 no. I swear, my fucking laptop being weird. I swear I didn't look anything up. I swear on everything I love, I didn't look anything up. I did not All look right, anything. So up. Everybody, everybody should have to answer. Then at this point, what's your answer, Toby? Okay. Russell Westbrook. Okay, Sean. I put James Harden. Gianni. I put um, Westbrook. Correct answer was James Harden. Congratulations, Sean. All right. You are officially in the lead. That's biased. Biased. It's not biased, pal. Yeah, because he played for your six. That's why you did that. You're not slick. I mean, they'd still name that player. You should have known that, Tolu. You should have known he'd pick a six player. Shut up, Sean. Shut up. Anyways, uh, Sean's in the lead. You currently have a really good chance of getting that hint for the next round. All right, so next one up. Name this NFL player. This player is comeback player of the year, four-time Pro Bowler, league leader in passing touchdowns in 2014, and a two-time first-team All-American. Name this NFL player. Comeback player of the year, four-time Pro Bowler, League leader in passing touchdowns in 2014 and a two-time first team All-American. Three, two, one. Pencils up. Tolu, what you got? Andrew Luck. All right, Gialli? I picked Drew Brees. I don't know why. <laughs> Sean? Uh, I picked Peyton Manning. I really wasn't sure about this one. Right mm. answer was Andrew Luck. All right. Yes! So, yes! So yes! We are all tied up going into the last question for between Tolu and Sean. You're both at five points each. Gianni, uh, I believe you're at three. Uh, so, this last question is name this MLB player all right this mlb player is a two-time all-star uh one-time league mvp league one-time league rookie of the year two-time all mlb first team a japan series champion name this mlb player two-time all-star league mvp league rookie of the year Two-time All-MLB first team and Japan Series champion. All right. Answers up. 
Uh, Tolu, let's see what you got. Otani! And that's Shohei. Uh, Gianni. Otani. Sean? I don't know why Tolu is so hyped. It is so obviously Jose Otani. <laughs> it's not <All> Jose. Right. <laughs> oh, is it's it not, not Jose? Oh, I'm sorry, Tolu. The correct answer was Shohei Otani. Uh, so, uh, since Tolu and Sean are just tied up, and because we already wasted so much time on trivia, I'm just going to both give you the hints. Gianni, or, I'm sorry. Or, or the Giannis round can be the tiebreaker, whoever was closer. No, shut up, Sean. Like, you're not slick. You're not going to win. I'm but going back to back. Just telling you guys. I think that's fair. You're I literally like Sean's right. is yeah. fair. That, that, I think that is pretty fair. You, you are one layer off. You are one layer off. What? I do want to move with the medium round. No, you know, no, for all the for all the times that Tolu has cheated Cry. on this trivia no, game, it's no a no, we no, we waste no. a lot of time in the easy round. I I, I, I want to move on to medium round. I got quick questions for the medium round, so it's okay. All right, you'll have you'll have your chances, Tolu. Don't worry. Wait till when do right? I get my hit? Whenever I want it. Um, yeah, whenever you want it. Whenever you want it. All right. So, for the first question in the medium round, remember, it's the same three participants. All right. We just had an easy round, all the questions to determine who gets hit, which was Sean off the tiebreaker with the answer to the combo question. So, let's move on to the first question in the medium round. Who is the president of the National Basketball Players Association, the NBPA? Is it A, Chris Paul? B, C.J. McCollum, C. Kyrie Irving, or D. Harrison Barnes, who is the current president of the National Basketball Players Association. A. Chris Paul. B. C.J. McCollum. C. Kyrie Irving, or D. Harrison Barnes. Okay, I, I feel like everyone's got their answer. I, you're weird to Luke go, so. I'm picking CP zero rings. Sean? Incorrect, Tolu. Silly Tolu. The answer is CJ McCollum. Gianni? B, CJ, and McCollum. Bye, Tolu. Rip Bozo, Tolu is officially eliminated. Nah, the nah, nah, nah. McCollum. nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Hey, hey. Didn't even Goodbye. Leave. Uh, like fly. You guys, I'm out of here. Yay. Bye. Get out. Rip Bozo. Good Shut reason. Shut up. Does that mean my hint carries over to the hard round? Johnny, I have well, one favor. Uh, no, it's not kind of nullified because you have got the hint. God damn it, Tolu. You're so useless. What? What did I do? You ruined my hint. It's okay. Sayonara. You still get you still get hints. The only difference now is that you you have to agree with Gianni to use it. Uh, that's the only difference in the hard round. Um, so oh, it's Sean versus Gianni. Hard round now. Uh, so I got some good questions for y'all. Trust. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, so boys, are y'all ready for yeah, the hard question? So Michael Jordan. As we all know, 
play for North Carolina in college. However, that was not MJ's first choice. What team did MJ originally want to play for? Is it A, North Carolina State, B, Duke, C, UCLA, or D, Syracuse? All right, both have the answers. So, let's start with you, Sean. I'm not super confident about this, but I went with Duke. Gianni? Duke as well. Correct answer was UCLA, so you're both wrong. All right. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, man, it's getting tense. I already, know, I already feel like it's getting tense. So, um, let's go with this question. All right, so... With the Kings snapping the longest playoff drought for any U.S. pro team this season at 16 years without a playoff appearance, what team now holds the longest playoff drought in the U.S.? And give me the amount of time that they have missed the playoffs. Is it A, Los Angeles Angels, B, Charlotte Hornets, C, New York Jets, or D, the Buffalo Sabres? Right. You have to give me the amount of time that they have missed since their last playoff appearance. Uh, did you say what the Kings streak was? Uh, the Kings snapped their losing streak or longest uh, playoff drought at 16 years. All right. Gianni, you go first. I picked Jets 12 years. Sean? Uh, I picked the Jets 14 years. Well, you both got the answer right. However, only one person got the correct number of years right. Correct answer was the Jets, and they have missed the playoffs for 12 years now. So, correct answer goes to Gianni. Gianni, you are We Hate Sports champion this month. Congratulations. <laughs> No shit. Oh. We love C. <laughs> oh, Rigged. I, I don't see why we needed to add an extra part to the question. Rigged. Well, you know, see, I, I feel like uh, you, you had to, you had your chances tonight, Sean. You really did. You had your chances tonight. Cry with back and back. I'm gonna three P next next month. Yeah, and that's what I'm you. talking about, Yanni. See, you came back. Forget that first round. You came back. Yep. So, You'll love to see it, bro. You'll love to see it. Get off him, Desi. Please get off him. Please. That's you my guy. That's my guy. That, that, yeah, I know that's your guy. He can show up that trophy, that we sports trophy to all 20 of his kids. You know, you still got to pick up your, your <laughs> half of those kids at your aunt's house. So. Um, yeah. Wait, it's not just 20. Man. That's all I have to tell. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's not just 20. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Where's TK after bitching, moaning? That embarrassing hoping. thing, bro. That was so embarrassing. Hoping. He really, he really did. That's bro, hilarious. I think 123? 123? Congratulations, Gianni, on the coming. Wait, is this back to back months or what? 
Back to back. Yeah. Okay. Back to back. Wow. Okay. Back to back. Okay. I see. I see. Um. Now it's time to move on to our next segment, which is mock draft 2.0. Everybody's prepared today. Sean, you and your Panthers are on the board. <laughs> Unfortunately, they will be my. They will only be my Panthers if they draft Anthony Richardson. But speaking of that, in this mock draft, I do not have them drafting Anthony Richardson. As we all know, the Carolina Panthers traded a massive haul to move up from the ninth overall pick to the first overall pick. Some people chose to slander them. They thought it was a dumb move. I was a big fan of this move. I think if you have a guy that you believe in that can be a franchise quarterback, they're worth no matter what it takes to get up there. I believe that the guy they moved up for is C.J. Stroud. So with the first overall pick for the Carolina Panthers, I gave them Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud. I think he is the highest floor of every quarterback in the draft. He has the size you need. He is athletic enough, probably the most accurate and best decision-making and reading the field quarterback in the draft. I think he's the smartest one. Uh, he just has everything that you're looking for. He doesn't have the ceiling of an Anthony Richardson, but he also doesn't come with the risk, uh, with the inaccuracies or being young and new to the position. Uh, so I just think C.J. Stroud is the safest pick and probably the most likely pick for the Carolina Panthers to make on draft day. With their second-round pick, which they do still have, I'm not sure how they got this. I don't think it's their own. I'm pretty sure they traded their own to the to the Bears. They got – oh, this was the – no. They traded – I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyways, this is the 39th overall pick. I gave them an absolute freak. If you know college, if you watch any college football this season, <laughs> you know who this guy is. Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia. He is 6'7". Insanely, he was breaking records at the Combine. He he's moves like a wide receiver, but is built like a power forward. Uh, this guy absolutely has the potential to become one of the best tight ends that we've seen. He, he looks like Gronkowski out there. He's not as polished as Gronk. He still needs to work on his blocking technique. He's not the smoothest route runner, but if he's on task, I think he can be a, an amazing weapon for CJ Stroud in year one. Speaking of weapons, they traded DJ Moore. They lost some wide receivers. They were able to sign Adam Thielen and DJ Chark. I believe they were both to short-term deals. I'm not sure either of them are really the future in Carolina. So with their third-round pick, not number 93 overall, I gave them Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma. He's a great deep threat. That's his best skill. Uh, he's not so much of a short, short-term intermediate guy, but if you need a, someone who's fast, can track a deep ball, can make big plays, Marvin Mims is the guy you're looking for. I think he was good in Oklahoma without a quarterback, without a coach. As we all know, Caleb Williams left. Lincoln Riley left, so Oklahoma last year wasn't exactly the best. I think he can take a big jump in the pros, especially if, we get, if he's with a franchise quarterback like C.J. Stroud. Uh, with the next pick, I believe in the fourth round, I gave them DeMarvian Overshone, linebacker out of Texas. Uh, he's not the most you know, well-rounded linebacker. He's not going to be Fred Warner. He's never going to be elite, but he's a very good run stopper. He's strong. He's big. He's athletic. He can be your first two down guys when you need to stop the run. This is the guy you put in when it's third down and it's probably a pass. Take him off the field. He's not the best in those situations. But I think he can be a very nice role player for the Carolina Panthers defense. Number 132 overall. I don't think this guy's going to be here. I think he's an absolute stud. Zach Evans, a running back out of Ole Miss. Uh, one of the best running backs in the draft. I would be surprised if he makes it past the third round. Uh, I think 
he just has everything you're looking for in a running back. I know it's late. It's the fourth round, fifth round. But you can get starting running backs in this round. And I think the Carolina Panthers, if they can get Zach Evans here, he's easily their day one starter and starter for a long time. Their Christian McCaffrey replacement. With their last pick, like I said, they traded a lot of their picks. They don't have too many. I gave them Yaya Diaby out of Louisville. He's an edge rusher. He's a bigger guy. He can move into defensive tackle for some downs. He's way more of a run stopper than a pass rusher. He still needs to work on his pass rush moves a lot. But I think he can fill a role. They have Brian Burns, and outside of that, not that much on the edge. So he's not. He's never going to be like a, you know T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett. He's never not going to be a superstar. But like like it's the third. It's the day three. Uh, you're really just drafting role players, and I think that's what he can do for the Carolina Panthers. Fill a role of run stopping, edge setting, third down, first and second down run stopper off the edge. That is the Carolina Panthers mock draft. Thank you very much. All right. <clears throat> TK, you and your Texans are on the board. This is a lot of, like, draft picks I'm about to, like, announce, so I hope everybody's, like, super, like, patient because, like, I asked for the Texans, but this is super tough. All right, so with the number two pick, I decided to, I think, after – I do think I agree with Sean. I think that the Carolina Panthers are going to take C.J. Stroud. So with that being said, I went with Bryce Young out of Alabama. Don't really need to get into his skills too much. We all know how serious, how seriously good he could be. Um, a little undersized, which a lot of teams seems to be scared of, but um, I don't really think that matters in the NFL. If you're a dude that can escape the pressure, you can escape the pressure, and he does that very well. Super accurate as well. Um, with the 12th pick, I decided to go with the wide receiver, Jackson Smith, Najigba, I think that's how you say his name. I don't know, from uh, Ohio State. Um I decided to go with this pick just because I believe that you need to get a weapon for um, Bryce Young and the Texans wide receiver core is absolutely terrible. So you need to add as many weapons as you can for Bryce Young. And I think that's a perfect place to start. <clears throat> pick number 33, I decided to go with uh, Brian Breesey, uh, Clemson defensive tackle. Uh, pretty athletic, pretty, pretty good size. Um, I decided to go this way because I think with D'Amico Ryans being a defensive guy, he's going to want to add pieces to that defense. Um, so I think it's going to be a lot of defensive players that ends up getting picked in this draft, especially with all the picks that they end up having. Uh, with that being said, with the 65th pick, I decided to go with Kelly Ringo, cornerback out of Georgia. Um, kind of had a down year last year, but um, the year that they went to the national championship, he, he was he was one of the best cornerbacks uh, in the in, in the uh, NCAA. So I decided to go with that pick. And like I said, I believe D'Amico Ryans is going to want to add more weapons to that defense, which is not very good at all. Uh, pick 73, I decided to go with Zach Pickens out of South Carolina, defensive tackle. Just uh, one of the be- one of the better defensive tackles in the drafts. And um, like I said, they need to they need, they really, really need to boost that defensive line. It's terrible. Pick number 104, I decided to go with uh, Jared Patterson out of Notre Dame. I believe in his four-year career, he's never allowed a sack. Um, you're going to need to protect Bryce Young. You're going to need to protect your franchise quarterback. Um, that's not a bad place to start with a center, like I said, that has not allowed a sack in his entire college career. Um, pick 161, I decided to go with Jarek Bernard at LSU, cornerback. Um, decided to go this way because they, their their uh, defensive core is absolutely terrible. The DBs are absolutely terrible. And, and Stingley was supposed to be the number of the QB, cornerback one for the Texans, and that just not has worked out, whether it's been from injuries or his play. Just it has not worked out. So I believe um, you need to add some more 
DBs back there. I don't know. This is a pick 161, so I, I'm not expecting Jarek Bernard to come in and immediately start. But I think <clears throat> any opportunity you get to boost your defense, you have to do it. Pick number 188, I decided to go with Rondy Hickman out of Ohio State safety. That's not like I said. You just keep adding defensive players to the, uh, to the defense to kind of hope that you hit on one of them, I guess. And pick 201, I decided to go with Chase Brown, running back out of Illinois. Um, Damian Pierce is already running back one, I think. But I think we all realize how important it is to have two, three, maybe, maybe three solid running backs on your team. Especially when the era where a lot of running backs just are, are, are getting hurt um, and don't typically play the entire season. Um, so that's going to be the seven-round mock draft for the Houston Texans. All right, Tolu, you and your Cardinals are up. All right. Um, well, I really don't care about the Cardinals. I think they're literally toast because they're about to trade everybody. But I made um, I made like a little – I made different scenarios in my head because um, I was thinking about in the mock draft trading Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray is injured this season, and I really don't think he wants to be there. But I was like, how can I find a trade for Kyler Murray when he's coming off an ACL tear? So what team would want Kyler Murray at this moment? I don't know. So I just went with the picks. So the first round pick, number three, I picked Will Will Anderson Jr. He's a generational edge and um, probably the best player in this draft, in my opinion. Uh, Round two, pick 34, I picked Cam Smith, a cornerback after uh, uh, South Carolina. Um, they really, really desperately need corners because, like, their defense last year was so bad. Um, uh, pick number 66, I picked uh, offensive tackle Jalen Dun- uh, Duncan because their offensive line was absolutely trash last year. That's mainly the r- reasons why Kyler Murray got hurt because their offensive line could not block anybody. So they need to fix that offensive line, whoever their quarterback is going to be, whether Kyler Murray, whoever their quarterback is going to be but this year. But they need to fix that offensive line. So I think Jalen Duncan out of Maryland, he's pretty bit he's pretty good for the um pretty good for them. Um round four, I picked uh Dylan Horton, another edge, because you can't go wrong with too many edges. They really need to fix that defense. Uh round uh, round five, I pick uh Jared Patterson inside uh um offensive line again, p- fixing up that offensive line to protect the quarterback because you need to protect your franchise. And they're really, really bad. And um for some reason, I don't know how he fell to number round six, but I picked uh, Kayshawn Booty, wide receiver out of LSU. You know, they're about to lose DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, they need another weapon, even though Kayshawn Booty, he was supposed to be a first-round pick, and then some rumors that I'm not going to get into happened that is really bad, that kind of messed up his career, messed up his college experience. But I feel like under this, uh, I feel like he needs a fresh start in the NFL. So I think I, so I picked Kayshawn Booty. And for the last pick, I picked another backup quarterback. I picked Malik Cunningham out of Louisville because they need a backup quarterback. And he's and he kind of reminds, he's like a Lamar-esque type player. So I pick another backup quarterback for them because we don't know the situation for Kyler Murray. We don't know. So, yeah, that's my mock draft. Okay, great. And for the record, Tolu, it's pronounced Boutte, not Booty. Whatever. It's Boutte. Anyways. I, I, say, I, say, 
I say booty because he's been playing booty. It don't even. Right. It don't even look like it's a booty. Like, I don't even understand how exactly. you exactly like. I said how I. Anyways, all right, solo. PC, you and your coats are on the clock. All right. So I had a lot of trade offers. I don't know about y'all. I had a lot of my uh, trade offers when it came to my mock draft. Uh, and the Colts have a lot to play with. Magically, in the mock draft I did, by the grace of God, CJ Shroud fell to me at pick number four. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know how. CJ Shroud fell to four. So obviously the Colts rushed to the podium to go and get a guy like Kim. Um, you know, he's a, a quarterback that can become a franchise guy for just about any NFL team. Um, and with the right coaching staff, with the right weapons around him, um, I think CJ Stroud's going to do well. Now, if I'm thinking about this realistically, they might draft a, a Will Levis or a Anthony Richardson. Uh, but I'm not complaining. CJ Stroud, at least in this mock draft, you are an Indianapolis Colt. Um, uh, but let's go to my next pick, uh, pick 35. I have to build around CJ Stroud and I have to protect CJ Stroud because games won in the trenches. And that starts with the offensive line. I'm rebuilding that Colts offensive line because it desperately needs to be rebuilt, uh, starting with Quentin Nelson. Um, so I went with third, fifth overall pick, offensive tackle Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. Um, from what I hear, he is very good in run blocking, uh, you know, which is beneficial because you still have Jonathan Taylor in that backfield. Um, and CJ Shroud, while he's not known to be a true dual threat QB, we all know that he is capable of doing that. And especially if you get a guy like Anthony Richardson, I mean, that makes it even more better. Uh, he's a bit iffy in pass, uh, in pass blocking, but uh, they can work on that. Uh, like I said, we're rebuilding this O-line in the strap this year. Uh, so that was my second pick with the 106 pick uh, overall. I decided to give CJ uh, Shroud a weapon to pass to. Ronnie Bell, wide receiver from Michigan. Uh, he had a pretty solid game in the uh, college football semifinal game with uh, TCU, six catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, so there's potential there. There's potential there. Uh, you know, he's only six foot, uh, I believe, 193, ran a 4-5 at the combine. Uh, you know, so if he is able to uh, find open space, out on the field for the Colts. This could be a potential steal in the draft for them, uh, which is why I went with uh, Ronnie Bell. Um, the next pick, 138th overall. Um, again, these are just picks that uh, I got traded for because I ended up doing a lot of trading for the Colts and ended up getting 10 picks out of this, so bear with me. The 130th pick, uh, I went with another offensive tackle, Nick, hope I'm saying this right, Sal Deveri. Uh, offensive tackle from Old Dominion. Um, Mock Draft didn't like that pick. However, um, I do see potential. He has a high IQ. Um, and with some good development, uh, with Shane Stegner as his head coach, um, he could be a developmental project and a good depth guy for the future for the Colts. Um, so the next pick, I went with defense this time, 153rd overall, safety from Notre Dame, Brandon Joseph. Um, Brandon Joseph, uh, part of that uh, I, uh, flying Irish team that, you know, started off pretty miserable at the beginning of the season, um, you know, but really, really picked it up towards the end of the season. Um, so, you know, it's it's nice to know that uh, that he has that uh, ability to rebound. Um, you know, he, he's not very good at tackling, especially in open field. He missed a lot of key tackles in open field. 
Um, but he has 10 career interceptions, including six in 2020 at Northwestern. Um, you know, he's capable of playing deep center field. Uh, you know, he's very experienced as interchangeable safety. So he's very versatile. Uh, so that's why I went with him uh, for 153rd pick. With the 162nd pick, I went with another offensive tackle, Jackson Kirkland. More depth to that O-line, the better. Um, you know, you, you want options if you're going to protect a guy like C.J. Shroud. And you need to protect a guy like C.J. Shroud because Brian's what Tolu said about Kyler Murray, you don't want your franchise guy getting hurt over something like that. Um, so that's why I wait with Jackson Kirkland, a lot of online depth in this draft. Um, with the 176 pick, I went with edge rusher from LSU, Ali Gay. Um, you know, any player from that LSU defense, I think, is going to be uh, worthy of being a potential star in the NFL one day. So, you know, you can never really go wrong with drafting a defensive player from LSU. Um, you know, and Nelly Gay, he's a pretty solid uh, defender, pretty solid edge rusher, if I do say so myself. Um, with my next pick, 179th overall, I went with a running back to back up Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Cameron Peoples, uh, since they don't have the Keem Hines no more, uh, you do need a backup for Taylor. Um, and I don't think Philip Lindsay is the long-term answer. Um, Cameron Peoples, you know, he was at App State. Uh, you know, he's more suited in a shotgun-like uh, offense, which I do think Sackton will be running, especially if they get a guy like C.J. Shroud. You know, and that's going to be a, a good one-two combo. You know, he's not uh, in the trenches running back, which is something that, you know, they don't really need because they already have Taylor. You know, it's a guy that can become a very good receiving running back for them, uh, a guy that can, you know, get a couple of extra yards on third and short. Um, so that's why I like this pick for him. Um, at, uh, it is 179th overall. At um, 221st overall, one more offensive lineman, interior offensive lineman this time, Alex Forsythe from Oregon. Um, once again, I was just thinking about death at this point, you know, for a team like the Colts that desperately needed. And with the last pick, 236 overall, I just grabbed a long snapper, Alex Ward, because I needed a long snapper. Not much to it. But that is my draft for the Colts. Okay, Jeff. You and USC Hawks are on the board. All right. Um, for the fifth pick to start the draft, um, I went with the edge, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. I think this is an edge that they need because their defense, to me, like an edge and the front seven struggled this past season. Um, I think if they add um, him to the Knicks, they're going to have a, a pretty solid defensive line, something to work on, really. For the 20th pick in the in the first round, they have a second um, pick in the first round. I went with wide receiver Zay Flowers from Boston College. It's a other weapon for Geno Smith to work with. Um, he's super talented. I think he will be pretty good with D.K. Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett. I think he might be the number three guy at one point but then he could be the number two at some point. Um, for the 37th pick, I went with the offensive line, John Michael Smith from Minnesota. I think he's more like a guy that is going to be there. He, he might start at some point for the Seahawks this season. I think they need um, some offensive line help at that part. 
I think because if you look at the past couple years for Seattle, I think they struggle a lot on the offensive line. So that's a good pickup for them um, early in the second round. Um, for the 52nd pick, I went with quarterback, cornerback, Clark Phillips the third from Utah. I think he's like more like depth um, because Jamal um, Adams is like hurt and everything. Or if he's like banged up, I think he's like a good option for like a backup. That that might be a little bit of a steal for, for them, I feel. Um, the A-third pick, I went with safety Jamie Robinson from Florida State. He's like other player that they can plug in as a backup that can help their defense in their secondary. I think he's perfect for like the scheme they run. I was like looking at the scheme, um, the Seahawks secondary really part of it. And I think Clark, like Clark Phillips, the, the pick up before and Jamie Robinson, they're great pickups for that defense and part of that secondary. For the 123rd pick, I went with wide receiver A.T. Perry from Wake Forest. He might be more like a number five, number six receiver for the Seahawks. He's probably more like a backup. I think he, he would be fine with that team, but he's not going to have so much playing time because if Zay Flower, D.K. Metcalf, and, and Tyler Lockett are the top three receivers, he's not going to have that many targets. Like like if he goes to like other team, then he can get more um, targets. For the 154th pick, I went running back to Wayne McBride from UNB. I think he's like more like a backup. I'm not sure if he's going to make the team, but at least he's like a third string, second string running back. I think they're pretty set at running back at the moment, but it, it doesn't hurt to have more running back depth for them. For the 190th pick, I went with linebacker Malik um, Jones from um, Syracuse. He's going to be more like a backup linebacker, add some depth for, for defensive line. Their defensive line struggled to get the quarterback to the quarterback this past season. So he's like perfect for, for, for them as a backup. And then for the 237 pick, I went with defensive line Titus Leon from Wagner. Uh, I think he's going to be more like maybe a practice squad type of player. I don't think he's going to have that much playing time in Seattle because with the linebackers that already put um, basically on their second, like in their defensive line, I think he's not going to have like like a spot for that team. So I think he's going to be more like like a backup, um, more backup practice squad type player. That concludes this segment. It's time to move on to our third segment, which is Stigma Situation with Gianni. So, G, I'm going to just go ahead and pass it off to you. This is Gianni, host of Stickball Central, and you're listening to the We Hate Sport Podcast. Welcome to Stickball Central. The first weekend of baseball has started. It was amazing. Some surprises. There's one team that I'm going to talk about that's a surprise team that's undefeated to start the season. is the Minnesota Twins. I know they beat the Royals, they beat the Marlins, but it's impressive. Um, their pitching is, is like great, I feel, right now. I think overall that team needs still more, a little bit more offense in the bottom of the lineup, a little bit more um, pitching, like starting. I think their bullpen is pretty set. But 
to me, that's the team that jumped out to me to start the, the season because, you know, there's sometimes these teams that start early in the season and you're saying how they're 4-0 or how they're, like, starting this good. Even though it's, like, a weak schedule to start, they, they've been impressive. And it, it's been, I think they have, like, three shutout wins. So that's, like, pretty impressive to start the season. The other, the, the team that I'm, like, disappointed at, and they're already starting 0-4, is the Phillies. I know it's, like, early in the season, but, like, the way they lost to, to the Rangers, to me, was pretty alarming. Um, I think they're going to clean up the things. And, you know, overall, they're going to get Bryce Harper back um, next month. So that's, that's a team that is going to get hot at the right time. We know they're going to be in the playoffs. Right now, it's just, you know, a slow start. I think they're going to pick it up. Once Harper is back and everything, they're going to make a run, mostly the second half of the season. The second half of the season, they're going to be the most one of the most dangerous teams to play, I feel. Once their pitching and everything comes together, they're going to be one of the dangerous teams. Um, the team that, the other team that kind of like disappointed me, but I think they're going to be fine as well, is the Mariners. They, they started one and three. They had a four game set with the Cleveland Guardians, and they lost three or four at home. And to me, Cleveland is the real deal. I, I took from that series that Cleveland is the real deal. And I feel like more I feel like Seattle needs to work more on their offense. I felt like they added, you know, enough on offense. They fixed their offense lineup and everything. But like from what I saw in the series, they I think they're they're one player away from being a legit championship type team. And I I just feel like Cleveland if Cleveland can find ways to maneuver runs without the home run ball all the time, or if they actually want to use the home run ball, try to be like, like play small ball as well. That That's a good formula because they have the pitching to, to, to get through the season. They, they were close to being a championship series. I know PC picked them um, to make the championship series with, with the Mariners. So that, that that's a potential series. Like imagine, to start the season, Seattle and, and um, Cleveland. And then we could see these two teams in, in, in October. That would be a fascinating um, five or seven game series. I think everybody would like to watch that. And, and plus, like, it, it's pretty hilarious because if you look at Cleveland and Seattle, they're not like big market teams and everything, but they have a lot of good talent and everything. That, that's, that's the one thing that I took away from the series. That these two teams can meet. It's, it's a little slow start for Seattle, but they're going to pick it up, of course. Cleveland, I think, started the season the right way, in my opinion. Um, going to the Yankees and Giants series. The Yankees started well this season. They won two out of three um, versus the Giants. One was a 5 nothing shutout. The other was a 6 nothing shutout. The other game they lost, they were up 3 nothing and blew the game and lost seven to five. It, it, they had their opportunities. They loaded the bases with one out um, in the bottom of the ninth. They had their chances of winning the game. It, it Stan hit a double play into to the middle of the field. It, it, it felt like at first when the when the, he hit the ball, I thought it was going to be like a single that gives one run, but it was a double play. 
And my takeaway from that series overall is that the Yankees pitching is the real deal. Once they get some of these guys back healthy, the, the pitching has a chance to be top three in, in baseball. They have this other guy that um, came into the last game yesterday afternoon, and it, his his like he's like Dominican, but he's more like Vargas type of pitcher, and he has some crazy stuff. He went five shutout innings, only gave up two hits, seven strikeouts, just just amazing. And I think they found a gem, the Yankees, and for the Giants. The Giants are not going to be a team that scores that many runs, but their pitching is pretty, you know, pretty solid overall, in my opinion. If you look at their pitching, it's pretty solid. It's just that offense, to me, is not enough, and that that's the thing that's going to hurt them because they, if you guys remember the offseason, they thought they had Judge, they thought they had Correa, they they thought that they had these other hitters, and. And it didn't happen. And now look, it's costing them. They're not scoring as many runs. And last season, they also had trouble scoring runs. So you can see that this is going to be a problem for them all season. I don't think they're going to be able to win 80 games, really, this season. And to me, the Dodgers have a great start, I feel. Um, Record-wise, I think they're going to be fine. The Padres, they had a little slow start with the Rockies. The Rockies are always the team that's going to start, you know, pretty well in the beginning, and then they're going to fall apart. They, they have, um, I think their roster Rockies are not, it's not good enough right now, but they're a team that starts well. They're, they're a team that's going to find a way to win 75 games, which eh, is, is okay for them because they're not ready yet to compete not, with the big teams. And the Dodgers are going to be a 95 to 100 win team. Same with the Padres. The Padres, my issue with the Padres, I, I had this issue last season with them, late in the season, in the playoffs, that their pitching is not as good as people think. They give up too many runs. I think if if you ask PC, who saw the Phillies in the, in the Padres that series, you could see that their pitching – was not even close to what Philly pitching was. And to me, I, I just don't – if they don't pick, figure out their pitching-wise, I don't think they can get to a World Series because you're not going to win a World Series by just hitting, hitting with no pitching. And you need to find consistency there. I know they want to go after Shohei Otani in the offseason, but there's a lot of betters there. And that would be probably your best pitcher right now. If you had Otani, by far, I feel. They have Blake Snell. He he gave up a couple runs. He has like an 11 ERA, really, to start the season. Um, they have some other pitchers that are young, that are still, you know, finding their, their selves. And basically, in these games, they also with spring training as well, everything, I just want to hear about um, PC's takeaway from this entire first weekend um my takeaway gianni is that the week hasn't started season hasn't started um actually starts next week for my phillies or whenever we get back home um and you know what we'll be fine we'll be fine 
because I, you know, said we'll be fine last season and look what happened. Uh, so, you know, I know what happened tonight. Um, you know, this is still a team that isn't fully healthy. It's missing their two leaders in Bryce and Reese. So, you know, right now there's really not much sense of leadership in Philadelphia. Um, you know, we're a bit lost to start this season, but like I said, that's okay. 162 games, still plenty of time to right the ship, um, you know, and still plenty of time to get that first win. Um, you know, there were, of course, other teams that stood out, um, but again, I'm going to go back to the pressure of the Angels have this season. Um, I don't know what their uh, series was with the A's, but I know that they lost the first game with Otani pitching. So, like, it cannot be the same thing once again for the Angels because they're going to lose everything if that's the case. So, um, hopefully they write the ship ship themselves because, yeah, they they need that desperately. Yeah, they they need to to figure out where they're going to go and they're going to go compete for the playoffs because if if you look at the deadline, the end of um, July, if they're not in contention, they might as well trade Otani that time instead of wait for the all season. I, I know it is a lot of like, you know, moving parts and everything, but if they're not contending, why waste Otani for a second half of the season where you're not going to compete? You might as well trade him to contending. Where you could get, you know, assets backboard, especially yeah. when you get weapons backboard. Yeah, you can get assets and actually rebuild the team and, and you know, work around the second half of the season. Maybe trade Trout in the, in the off season, you know, make rebuild completely, make this team brand new and everything. And the other thing too is, is their division too. Their division is getting tough. I think they're going to finish fourth in that division because you got the A's. The A's are going to win. Are going to lose like 110 games at this point. They're not that good at all. And the other thing too. I think um, the Rangers are impressive offensively. If their pitching can stay healthy, they're they're really good. Thank you. Literally, they could not stop hitting with runners in scoring position in that series. Like I know Phillies haven't been them in, in like a lot of trades games, but like they are red hot. They are a very good team with runners in scoring position. Man, like if they if they consistently find a way to hit and they stay healthy. Rangers going to be a very good team, a very scary team this year because they can go off at any given notice. I'm just saying. Yeah. And and plus what they did the last couple of years, building that that lineup top to bottom, it looked like they they finally, you know, have the pieces. They just got to stay healthy. Pitching-wise, I think if DeGrom gets himself together because he, he didn't look good to start the season, I think if he gets it together... This is a team that if they stay healthy, they can be a wild card team. And 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 I would not want to play them with their elite pitching because that pitching staff is elite, I feel. If the ground stays healthy, that, that puts them, you know, put them probably as a top five rotation basically of the season. Top five, top ten. I'm not gonna probably say top five like guarantee really, but like top five, top ten, really. And in, you got the Mariners and the Astros as well in that division. That division, first, second, third place, 
with the Astros, Mariners, and Rangers, that, that's a good um, race to see, really. Because the Astros have started a little slow this season because they're having trouble with the offense, scoring runs because of two days hurt. They need to do some moving pieces. I feel like the Rangers, if they can stay consistent enough, they can compete with the, the Mariners and the, and the Astros for the division. I, I, I think this is going to be a big season for, for um, Texas. That, that's something to watch for throughout the season. I'm going to be taking a look at them because they, their schedule is not as difficult you know, to start. They, they start with the Phillies. That was a tough matchup. But their schedule is not as tough to start with. So if they can start, you know, these type of games and take care of business, they're going to be legit as well. And for the last thing, I would like to talk about um, the pitch clock, really, and, and the time of the games. I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but these games, I saw Sunday Night Baseball yesterday. Usually Sunday Night Baseball is four hours. Right, we we can agree with that. Yesterday's game with the pitch clock and everything was two hours and twenty minutes. It, it and that's really the the amount of time average this past weekend, like two hours and a half basically was the average um, amount of time. I feel like baseball is, is changing in a great way because more stone bases with the big um, base pads that are a little bit much bigger than before. And then you look at the pit clock as well. It's, it's speeding up the game. This is this is a great time to watch baseball, I feel, because no more three, four-hour games like, like before. This is going to be great for baseball. I think PC and TK and Tolu probably like the speed of the game. It, it's much more watchable. You can't even take a break. If you take a break, you basically miss an inning, basically. That's how crazy it is. So that's something to watch for. And I would like to hear um, more about it um, these coming weeks because we're going to hear more news about it, more um, reviews about it, basically. It, I, I feel like the players are, are going to get used to it by the month end, basically, I feel. So that's Big Wall Central for this week. Next week, we're going to see how these other teams, you know, um, look after a full week. We're going to see how the pitch clock, how players are going to, to get used to it more and more. So, fun time. Start of the season. Great, great segment, Gianni. Great segment. Um, my Dodgers will be on there next week. I just wanted to let you know. We'll be on there for some great things, you know. We're campaigning for Shohei Otani, so, you know, we got to be on our A game, stay on our P's and Q's. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, now let's start to move on to our fourth segment, which is which is PC's Power Five. I got it now, PC. PC's Power Five. Okay. All right. So I'm going to pass it to you, PC. This is PC, the captain of WHS, and you're listening to the We Hate Sports Podcast. Yeah. Um, welcome, PC's Power Five, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad that everybody's here because you know what? I actually really do need some some opinions from the from the crowd from the crew uh for this week's rendition of the PC's Power 5 because this week's topic are foods they'd be hated more. All right. There's still a very little small piece in my heart as a pure hater. All right. 
And these are my five foods that everybody needs to hate more because of their of their abilities. All right, starting with number five. It's already controversial, but number five, tomatoes. Tomatoes, we use tomatoes for just about everything. All right. So stuff that we don't even use. Obviously, ketchup, you know, uh, we have um we have pizzas sometimes that we put it on there, but the pure tomato, which is a fruit, by the way, it's not even an actual vegetable, it's a fruit. Tomato is a fruit. And I never see anybody actually eating tomatoes. I tried fried tomatoes before. They are terrible. All right. I, 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 there's something about the raw tomato that rubs me the wrong way. All right. That that that's that's why it's number five on the list. All right. I'm a, I'm gonna squ- I'm gonna run through the I'm, I'm gonna run through the list and I'm gonna get everybody's opinions afterwards. All right. Uh, let's go to number four. Number four, oranges. Okay. I was really thinking about it. I'm thinking. There are fruits that go on this list. Oranges is one of them. Okay. I don't know if it's my taste buds. I don't know if it's because I've aged, but oranges as a whole, I don't like anymore. Mandarin oranges, I still like. Mandarin oranges are elite, elite fruit. All right. Oranges, navel oranges, I don't like them. I don't like them anymore. All right. And I would prefer apple juice. Over orange juice. I don't know about y'all. I, I I prefer apple juice over orange juice. So that's why they're number four on the list. Let's go to number three. Number three is a real personal pet peeve of mine that I was really thinking about the other day. Cucumber water. What is the purpose of putting cucumbers in water? Cucumbers don't taste like anything. So why in the world are you playing with something that also doesn't taste like anything? It makes no sense. If that was the case, you may as well just drink pickled water. Like, because at least that has an actual taste. Cucumber water doesn't have a taste, okay? If, 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 you, slap, if you slap a fruit in a water, let's say you, you slap, I don't know, grapes or, or oranges or, or pineapple in water, that will make it taste like something. Lemon water is solid, all right? I like lemon water. But cucumber water? Really? What are we even thinking about? What are we even talking about here, man? Cucumber water is an abomination. All right, and I see it from time to time at banquets and the fancy, you know, people drinking it. Why? Don't taste like nothing. All right, you just want to to slap a vegetable in there to feel healthy. It don't do much to do it. All right, that's why. But it's only number three. All right, and there are two specific pet peeves, uh, two specific foods that really, really uh, pass up um, cucumber water. Starting with number two, blue cheese. Blue cheese, in its purest form, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not sure. You know, on wings, I always preferred ranch anyway. Blue cheese should not be a thing that you should be putting on pizza. And it's not the first option you should be putting on wings either. All right? I don't like blue cheese. Ranch is superior. Any sauce really would be superior to blue cheese if you ask me. All right. If it's if it's life or death, I'm going to eat blue cheese, obviously, but I'm not going to like it. That's for damn sure. But ladies and gentlemen, at number one, rounding out this abomination of a list is mushrooms. Mushrooms stink. Mushrooms, in my opinion, don't taste like anything. And there are so many different breeds, so many different forms of mushrooms. All right. You could get high by eating mushrooms. You can actually eat 
some mushrooms, but you can actually die to some mushrooms too. I don't want to know, especially after watching The Last of Us, okay, where there's a literal fungus that took over the entire world, all right, and looks like fungus. If you ever seen what a clicker or a bloater looks like, it looks like a mushroom, all right? I will never be able to look at a mushroom the same after playing the game, after watching the show, all right? They're not for me. They're not for me, all right? The only time that you'll ever probably see me eating a mushroom ever again in my life is when I'm eating a beef wellington. And even then, I may have to substitute it out for something else, or I will have to cut it down to a pace. But mushrooms, man, I've always realized, I've realized, I've always disliked mushrooms as a whole. They should not be a thing that people are actually eating for enjoyment. I don't know why people like mushrooms. They only taste like nothing. That's my top five, though, this week. What do y'all think? Can Great. Y'all can, can, can go first. Excellent I, taste I mean, buds. I would like to go first. Go ahead. I think oranges, yeah, I agree with Toad. Oranges are amazing. I don't like tomatoes at all. I don't like um, the mushrooms at all. Blue cheese is fine. It's okay. But I, I just... I I just think the oranges are, are good, I feel. In my opinion. Mandarin oranges are the only form of oranges I will eat oh, nowadays. But, P- but PC, I agree with you on one thing. Apple juice is better than oranges. Yes. No, it's not. It very much is. No, it's not. I just listen. I just feel like at a certain time in your life you have to grow up. The little kids are drinking apple juice. Nobody's drinking apple juice no more. Apple juice is not good. It's <laughs> yeah, overrated. No, no, it's no, not hold, on, hold on, time out, time out, time out. This is no, coming from the pickiest eater I know. You are the pickiest. You are the dude that is eating uh, chicken tenders and fries at like Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Okay, What's so I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear. So here, from but you. PC, here's the other problem oh, I have. I see, okay, so up. first of all. First of all, oranges are delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what the hate on tomatoes about. is. I, I Maybe I'm about to scare some people with the listeners, but I personally no. eat tomatoes by themselves. And I put, oh some, I put some salt. You're, psych- you're a psycho. That's disgusting. You're a psycho. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I can't trust you. Can. No, bro. You're nasty. No, I can't trust you. Can. No, you tomatoes tomatoes insane. Insane. Okay, so, insane. so I'm going to finish. That's so put some salt. Listen, put some salt and pepper on it. It will change your life. It is very, very good. That is so something that's more that's, that's what would say. That's something a forwardy with that. Maybe, but PC, here, here, here's the thing. First, I can't. I'm allergic to mushrooms, so I agree with you. Mushrooms, and even mushrooms are disgusting anyway. So anybody eating mushrooms, you're a criminal. You need to be arrested, and you need to be put in prison for life. But that's the thing. Let's continue. The blue cheese thing, it, it, it really, really stuck out with me, PC, because blue cheese goes on wings, not ranch. America, America. Listen, listen. Society wants you to think. That ranch goes on wings. Ranch goes on pizza. If you if you want to have a sauce for your pizza, you Ew. dip it in some ranch. Um, ranch goes on salads. Go, no, no, no. PC, I gave you. I let you talk. PC, I, I let I let PC finish. Ranch goes on salads. Pizza salads. You know what? There's even weirdos out there, sweetie, <clears throat> that put ranch on the spaghetti. You can even have that PC. But when it comes to wings, buffalo wings rings barbecue wings it doesn't matter you have to get blue cheese every single time and pc also i want to notice and then we can move on for somebody to 
have a list of five things you don't eat. You know what the number one should have been, PC? Coleslaw. It's and you not know coleslaw. Coleslaw is an elite side You're dish. Disgusting. I don't care. Who does not coleslaw? Coleslaw <laughs> is great. Coleslaw? When done right. Coleslaw. When done right. Coleslaw is great. So Des, so Desi eats coleslaw too. Give me I long jumps coleslaw yep. every day of the week. Long um, jumps yep. coleslaw go hey. hard. Go fish. You, yep. criminals. you guys are criminals. Dude, you eat, you eat tomatoes. You eat tomatoes with salt and pepper. Shut up. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that's way better than like coleslaw. Them. Let's just no, say all of y'all no, here are disgusting. Okay, first of all, tomatoes are there. First of all, straight up, bro. Okay, okay, first of all, don't act like I'm taking a whole tomato and just <laughs> it's it's like two, like three slices. <laughs> then wrap Let's it back up in some all But PC. Okay, imagine you're buying into it. Like a... Tolu, you're literally African. You eat Af- you eat like goat butt, bro. Like you can't tell us what we eat. Like, please stop. Goat butt is better than anything you guys will ever eat. So the man that eats tomatoes with salt and pepper and the man that eats yes. coleslaw is talking to me right now. Uh, you guys can't speak. You cannot speak to me. Nothing. Goat meat is better than anything that y'all eat. Shut up. Anyway, Disgusting. I ain't gonna speak on the animals on the ate. But, PC, about the cucumbers. Oh. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. We're not gonna go past that like you ain't just say what you just said. What did you just say? Country. Y'all know I'm country. I done had raccoon. I done had squirrel. Snake. Fucking. Snake. Snake. As somebody somebody that's actually. No. 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 As somebody that's actually from the South, the craziest thing we'll eat is like snake or alligator. Ain't nobody eating no raccoons. That's just disgusting. Who does that? There's the South and then there's the deep South. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's in the deep South. But I don't eat stuff like that. I'm a. They don't waste anything. You just said you ate it. Now no. you're saying you don't. When eat it. I was younger, I don't eat that stuff. Now I don't even eat soul food. Okay, that, that is fair. Continue, continue what you were what saying, what you were going to say about cucumber water. Yeah, but cucumber water, it has health benefits. That's why most people drink it. They don't just drink it just to drink it. It's like but it helps it, them lose weight, it helps with heart problems, it helps keep your blood pressure down. It's different stuff. Yeah, it's but like benefits in the cucumber water. I just feel like water water should not be flavored anyway. I don't I don't believe in any flavored water. I don't care. What if you want to if you want to lose weight by by losing favorite. something, just have a just drink a, a I think it's a teaspoon or a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. Just down that sh- down Ooh. it. Well, everybody don't want to do that. Apple cider vinegar, it's oh, it's it'll make. Oh it yeah, perfect. no, it, it, it's apple cider vinegar. Yeah, but at least at least I know that has benefits. But yeah, oh yeah, one more thing, PC. The getting high off mushrooms, nobody called them mushrooms. Them is shrooms, so it's two separate. Yeah. And they're lit. Okay. Try them. I recommend. He did. He did. He did say scary. there's different types of mushrooms, though. He did say that. Yes, but I said they're not necessarily. People don't call them mushrooms. They're mushrooms, so he didn't even have to. You know. All related. Same thing, bro. Bro, shut so, up. All the, all Let me same. and PC have a moment. Anyway. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. With salt and pepper. With salt and pepper. Yeah, TK is sick. That's all I have to say. You're, you're sick He's for that. Sick. I promise you, but here's the thing. I can promise you more people will say they'd rather eat a tomato with salt and pepper than coleslaw. No, they will not. No, they will not. not. You're, you're on the roll oh, tonight, Dax. 
you're on the roll so tonight. I'd rather 123. Now you eat tomatoes with salt and pepper. <laughs> Lord, what this hot take finna be. Oh, I'm scared. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our next segment, which is my personal favorite. Hot takes. Anyways, my hot take this week, since I have it prepared, is that Jimmy Butler is going to reunite in Philadelphia with Joel Embiid come next season. I'll tell you why. The Heat, trolling. Pat Riley, cold, <laughs> sleeping. All right? He was literally asleep at the last hour of the trade deadline. All right? And while they have nine undrafted players that could literally be a starter in AAU basketball right now on that basketball team fighting for a play-in position right now, Jimmy Butler is growing increasingly frustrated. He's on the last year of his contract. And guess who else is on the last year of his contract? Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris ain't going to be a Sixer next season. All right. And depending on, you know, how, how, you know, the Sixers do, you know, I don't know who else is going to be a Sixer next season. Um, so Jimmy Butler back to Sixers for one last final run before he retires. Seems like the most realistic option. If you're asking me, and it'd be a bit of a redemption story for Elton brand who did in fact, you know, choose Ben Simmons over, a guy like Jimmy Butler, all right? And we let bygones be bygones. And Jimmy Butler, we all know the type of player he is in the playoffs. I think it would be a pretty good matchup. Pretty good reunion. That's my hot take this week. PC, I have two things to tell you about that hot take. Jimmy has three more years left in his contract, including a $50 million option. That, that's the reason why I don't think we're going to trade him, because of that $50 million option. And now with the new CBA, the second thing, with the new CBA, if we trade Jimmy, based on you know how these contracts work, Jimmy can be traded to to you know the top market teams. Jimmy can get traded to Denver, Memphis, Orlando, those type of teams. Because under new CBA, you want to know something crazy about this new CBA? I'm not sure if you guys know this yet. Under new CBA. KD to the Suns or to the Nets wouldn't happen because of the contract negotiation and the trade and the cap space. Those James Harden wouldn't be in Philly. James Harden wouldn't be in Brooklyn for those years. The only the only um player that could have been moved, you know, moved without a signing trade was KD to the Warriors. So under the CBA, that could happen. But it, it's so weird. I don't know why the NBA did this. That now some small market teams can have a chance at getting big time, big name players. That's literally every. That's all I got from it. It's just yeah, it's like CB, these are all these CBA changes are for the small market, bro. Yeah, because now, like, let's just say if we want to trade Jimmy to I don't know, like to the Clippers or to the Lakers or to the Sixers or to okay. the Bucks or or the Celtics, we can't because of like with with this new CBA. So if wait, we were to trade him, wait, is Philly considered a big? Oh yeah, I guess it is a big market actually. Well, That's yeah, insane. with the yeah, Absolutely. is a big market. And the other thing too, like if he gets traded, Jimmy is probably going to be to Denver or Memphis or New Orleans. Those are the type of teams that he's going to end up. And I don't know if he wants to go to those type of market teams. So I think he's staying. Memphis would be interesting. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't no. like Memphis. No, no. That would be pretty interesting. Yes. No, the problem for Memphis yes. is not the guards, bro. It's not the guards. 
Jimmy isn't a guard. Guard, small forward, same shit. He plays shooting guard and small forward, technical. If you want to be technical, total. He, he's a forward, buddy. Okay. Bear with me with the um, hot take because it's about the West. I know it's like all scattered around. There's nothing really. I think only the top three seeds are locked up. So for my hot take is the team that's going to come out of the Western Conference and the two teams that are going to make the Western Conference Finals and win the West is going to be in the four to six seed, really. So whoever wins the West is going to be the fourth, fifth, or sixth seed. That, that's right now, in my opinion, is going to be the Suns, the Lakers, or the Warriors. One of those three teams are going to win the West. And the top three teams, two of the top three teams in the West, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, or the Kings, two of those teams are going to lose in the first round as well. That's my hot take. I agree. I'm sorry. The Kings do not scare me. I, I don't care what they say. They, they I think Golden State might sweep street. them. Golden State or the they, Lakers or they, whoever. They, they have a good offense. Right, an inexperienced playoffs, bro. And if you saw yesterday, they gave 138 points to the Spurs. That's concerning. Real concerning. Their defense I, is terrible. Yeah, it's one of the worst. This is going to shock a lot of people, but when the Los Angeles Clippers lose again in playoffs because Kawhi is going to have to carry all the load and Russell Westbrook doesn't have what it takes anymore, and once they lose in the playoffs again, the Clippers are going to trade Paul George to the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are going to acquire PG-13 because Paul George is is coming off an injury. Paul George is just not going to have what it takes again. He's going to fold in the playoffs. And the the Clippers are going to get sick and tired of him. And they're going to trade him to the New York Knicks to get some picks. They're not Mm -hmm. trading Kawhi. I think Kawhi is going to stay. But the New York Knicks... This is a Leon Rose type. Per- this is a Leon Rose type trade because I think Paul George has a relationship with Leon Rose, and he has a relationship with Julius Randle. And the Knicks are surprisingly really good. And I think Paul George and the New York Knicks out of the Western Conference would actually make the New York Knicks an actual contender. I'm not saying Hello. they will make them a contender in the East. So Hello. the New York Knicks are going to acquire Paul George when the Clippers lose in the playoffs yet again, and they have to trade Paul George. The second week so, in a row, you've been playing no, no, on a West PC, Coast, PC, uh, West Coast It's, it's okay, PC, it's okay. How is this? This is a legit trade. What, so so they won the weekend. That's, that's not even my All issue. Right, with the go, trade. Ahead. go ahead. Say, say what you have to say. It's like, it's like PC. We, we kind of can expect Tolu to have terrible takes every week. But we got to bear with it. Here's my issue. What, what, you what, have, I guess I was... Can I finish? I guess I was okay with listening to your take, but until you said tr- they're, they're going to trade Paul George for draft picks. First of all, how, what do you think Paul George, nobody's trading for draft picks. What do you think he's worth the first? They're going to get a first. Trade draft picks and players for Paul George. Is, is, did I what? word it wrong? I'm sorry. I'm what, sorry what I worded picks? it wrong. I'm sorry. What, what draft picks are they trading, Tolu? The second round. Knicks. You think you think they're going to trade Paul George? They're going to give away the Paul George for a second. Because they're not getting a first for Paul George. But let's just be honest here. That that part, they're not getting the a first. New York Knicks have a lot of draft picks, buddy. What do you mean? That doesn't mean that doesn't they mean they're just gonna come out. It doesn't matter. It's Paul George, bro. They need the Knicks needed a star. The Knicks need want, a star. I just want to answer. Just tell me what you think the draft picks are gonna look like. 
I don't know. It's draft picks. How I don't see the future. The hell? It, it's it's either first round or second round. There's no three, four, five, six rounds. So because if you say it's bro, it's Paul George is an all star. It's gonna require first round picks. What are you talking about? Then there you go. So Let's, this conversation is done because that's just not gonna happen. We can move on. How is that not gonna happen? Nobody is giving a first for Paul George. PC, would you give a first for Paul George right now? Would you give a first for Paul George, Gianni? Would you give a first for Paul George? I'm not giving a first for Paul George. No. I, I give no, him a first for Paul no first round for him. No, not, not a first round picks. Like, I'll give him a few seconds and a player, but not like no. multiple firsts. <laughs> All right, Tolu. We can move on, Desi. Go ahead. It's facts. All right. CK, you're a hostage. Uh, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my opportunity to give out a good take and also piss Tolu off. <clears throat> so we all see that there's a lot of speculation. We've all heard the reports about the type of contract oh, that Lamar wants, the three hundred million dollar. Okay, well, thank you, thank you. We've all heard it. We all see that there's kind of a standstill of where Lamar's gonna end up. Still, no teams have reached out to Lamar just to talk. Teams don't have to even try to trade for him. Just go reach out to talk to him. So here's gonna be my hot take. Lamar Jackson. It's going to get traded draft night. I believe that he's going to get traded to the Colts. I think CJ Stroud is going to be off the board. I think Bryce Young will be off the board. I believe that those are the two quarterbacks that the Colts are interested in. I've seen the Will Levis uh, reports. I just think that that's just a bunch of BS that the Colts are kind of throwing out there just to try to confuse some teams and try to get, hope somebody reaches for Will Levis so that they have the quarterback of their choice, who I believe is CJ Stroud or, or Bryce Young. He's not going to be there. I think they're going to miss out on their quarterback. <clears throat> I think that they'll keep their pick. They'll draft the player for this year. And then after, I think the conversations between the Ravens and the Colts will start, where the Colts will offer two first-round picks for Lamar just to try to get him. The Ravens are going to accept the 2024 and 2025 first-round picks, plus whatever additional players or picks that they decide to throw in there. Lamar Jackson will be in a Colt. And I think finally when Lamar is out of Baltimore, when he's finally in Indianapolis, he will realize that the price that he's asking for is absolutely ridiculous. Deshaun Watson was never supposed to get that contract. Players do not get guaranteed contracts at all. Patrick Mahomes didn't even get a guaranteed contract. That should tell you everything you need to know. I think Lamar Jackson in a new city, new place to play, I think he'll finally come to his senses. Because Lamar Jackson, you're absolutely crazy. I think you deserve whatever you ask for, but you're not going to get that, dude. I think it'll be somewhere when he, he'll finally get his new deal, somewhere around a three to five year deal about 190-ish guaranteed, maybe a $250 million contract, somewhere around there, $255 million maybe. And Lamar Jackson will finally be the quarterback of a new team. And then PC, Gianni, Desi, we all get to watch Tolu suffer for an entire oh, season. The Ravens. The real, no, 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 this is my team. This is my quarterback. Let me get to real news, okay? Lamar Jackson, according to... Go ahead, Gianni. I'm not listening. No, I'm not listening. This is my team. How are you going to talk about my team? Go ahead, Gianni. Um, okay. The Falcons are dumb for not being able to get into this Lamar chase, really. Like, what are they thinking? I don't know why, what they're thinking. I don't know what some of these teams are thinking. I know the guaranteed contract and all that stuff. He's Lamar Jackson. He's the MVP. Why nobody wants to actually talk to him? Like, this to me doesn't make no sense. That's the thing, Gianni. And PC, I would love to know how you feel about this. I think that these teams do want to have these conversations with Lamar. But knowing that all the Ravens are going to do is just match it 
what's the point if you know that literally whatever you offer the Ravens are going to match it? It, because he's staying in Baltimore. He's not staying in Baltimore. That's, that's what you're not the Ravens, Do you not know that according to today, he met with the Ravens this week, and they're still discussing getting a deal done. But no, I mean, you're just going to keep, wait, wait, keep wait, wait, wait. talking that nonsense saying, oh, let's trade Lamar. Lamar wants to be traded. Lamar wants to be traded. No. First of, all, he's, first of all, he said his goodbye. If they don't get the deal, they, the deal, oh they want God, for the world. It's so annoying. Anyways, like I was saying, bro. Literally, Lamar is gone. You're going to have to deal with it total. He's already said his goodbye on Twitter. There's nothing you can do about it. He's gone. He's gone. Man. It He's doesn't gone. matter. It doesn't matter. Debo released in a trade. Back. Did totally. they trade him? Also, did, how did, did Lamar tra- Jackson? Can I ask they, the question, bro? Go ahead. How did, Lamar Jackson, how did Lamar Jackson have a conversation with the Ravens this week if the week just started? It's Monday, dude. Talk- they're still you discussing. Said they with with a, they're, they're still discussing, discussing the deal. They're meeting with all these players. Lamar. No, no, say by Lamar. No, no. Say by Lamar. no. They're they're meeting with all these receivers. They're trying to trade for all these receivers. You think they're trading them for Tyler Huntley? You're nuts. You're nuts. You're nuts. You, 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 you just Ooh, wait, try this, to throw. You, you just signed Nelson troll. Aguilar. You just signed Nelson Aguilar. Okay, yeah, man. you definitely want to get Lamar a wide receiver. Definitely. It's free agency over. It's free if they need a wide receiver, I'm available. Huh? <laughs> you, Gianni, you'd be better than what they have right now, bro. Yeah, okay. I can yeah. run. I can Honestly, catch. I feel like Once Lamar gets that contract with the Ravens, I'm going to laugh so hard, and I'm going to troll TK. Dude literally thinks Lamar is getting a contract from the Ravens. I'm actually crying. He the is. denial is insane. He's gone. Before this man actually pisses me off. This man is actually pissing me off, and it's really annoying. Can we just move on and end the show, please? Can we end? Can we end? Because this man's going to get me mad. He's going to get me mad. He's going to get me mad. I mean, you need to be mad at organization for not paying Lamar what he deserves. You need to be mad at the disgusting haircut you got. Take the hat off. Take the hat off right now. Take the hat off right now. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Yeah, that's what I thought. Shut up. Don't piss me off. I got top of dick. I can take off the hat. None of this, Tolu, none of this is going to stop Lamar from leaving. Take off the hat. I don't have a hat. I don't have a hat right now, so I'm not going to. Okay. Right. Okay. Why is he so mad? Be mad at your organization, bro. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I told you. I got time today. I got time today. I got time. Okay, well, uh, you, you can. We can talk about it later. We got time afterwards uh, to talk about it. <laughs> um, I want to get to the end of the uh, episode here. For episode one eighteen. Let's say that again. Episode one eighteen. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for coming to talk today. <laughs> Hey, TK, what uh, episode we're in? All you have to do is just look in the border, TK. All you well, I mean, so 123. 123. 123. <laughs> Listen, it's not that funny. It really is. It's fucking hilarious. Um, Wait, so I, I, that means I make the questions next time, right? Yeah, yes. you do. You have to. I, I promise you everybody's getting eliminated. Do y'all want to play? Watch this. The, the easy question is going to be hard. I got something for y'all, bro. Don't worry. It's gonna be something like when when was when was the thirty sixth national championship in soccer? And you better get it right. I got y'all. Don't even know. Whatever. Anyways, 
I want to thank everyone coming out this week. Uh, make sure you all follow our Twitter and IG at WHS underscore podcasts, our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports. Follow up on check up on and tell that you love them. Stay hydrated. Um, and be prepared for Mock Draft 3.0. That is the next big event that we have planned. We've already been talking to a few names, a few voices that you've heard in the past for WHS, and a few new stars, that, a few new content creators that you haven't heard before. But you will get to know, and you will get to learn. Um, that will take up the entirety of whatever episode's number that that falls on. Um, and as well, there will be <coughs> that will be posted on our YouTube channel for our uh, full mock draft. So stay tuned for that. Um, this week, I want to talk about validation. Um, being validated is probably one of the most, I guess, satisfying things you can have, especially when you're being validated by others. All right. Too much validation, however, um, can become unhealthy. All right. When you're looking for validation, from others about decisions that you should be making on your own, right? There's a fine line that you have to walk when you refer to validation, especially when you're talking about other people. Um, you know, too little of validation is also unhealthy because you don't want to seclude yourself um, and you don't want to become a loner in a sense. I didn't touch on it last week frankly because i'm just so sick and tired of tragedies and shootings happening every single day here in the u.s but that shooter in in tennessee was probably looking from validation from somebody in their life and in a sick twisted demented way they probably thought what they were doing was right and that's scary you don't want that kind of validation you want the validation that'll make people that you love and that you like and that you care about have the same love and admiration for you so it's okay to be validated but also learn to control your actions also learn to be in control of what you say you know and that goes for anything. Keep the energy that you put out in the world consistent. Consistency truly is key. So it's okay to validate. Just too much of it is going to be unhealthy. Too little of it is going to be unhealthy. Um, it just needs to be right. It's like a seasoning. Say you're seasoning chicken. You don't want too much garlic powder. You don't want too little garlic powder. You just need the right amount. That's my message for this week. We'll be back next week for episode 119. I love Grandma Punani. That's what TK has said in 2023. Got nothing more to say. Really have nothing more to say. Um, you are just disgusting. Yep, that's so for you, everybody. Says the man that just says he likes Grandma Punani.